call this meeting to order. The Natural Resource Conservation Board is an advisory board to the City Council. The board is charged with recommending acquisition of lands for open space and developing a natural resource plan, which includes environmental policy and guidelines for the maintenance and preservation of Lane's existing and future open spaces and trail corridors. One of the board's function is to hold public meetings and make recommendations to the city council. For each item, the board will receive reports prepared by city staff, provide an opportunity for public response, conduct board discussions and make recommendations. The city council, however, has final decisions in, on all these matters. Nate, roll call. Uh, board member Jeanette. Board member Panning. Here. Board member McKinley. Board member Trushan. Here. Board member Anderson. Present. Chair Rafferty. Here. Next, we will do the approval of the minutes of the August 15th meeting, which are in your packet. Mr. Chair, point of order. Mr. Anderson. Um, I believe in reviewing the September 19th draft minutes, it shows that the July 18th and the August 15th minutes were approved at that meeting. So I don't know why the August 15th approval of minutes is on this particular agenda again. Unless I, and I looked at my notes and it appears that there was a motion and a second to approve at the uh, September meeting. Board, board member Anderson, I believe you're right. I think I thought those were not approved because I wasn't at that meeting and you're right. All right, then they are approved already. We'll They're already approved, so we can just uh, skip over that. And next, we have open forum for citizen input. Seeing that there is no citizen input, I'll close the open forum. Chair we'll Rafferty. Yes. So, did I admit, did we approve the September nineteenth minutes? I was just making a point about the August 15th minutes already being approved, but I, I don't oh. know that we've approved the September 19th minutes. I apologize. Oh, the, yes, that's right. We have to do those, yeah. September 19th minutes. I didn't see there was another one on there. All right. I'd move approval of the uh, September 19th, 2023 minutes as presented. Is there a second to that? I'll second that. All those in favor? Aye. All right. Minutes are approved for September 19th. Next, we will move on to new business 5.1. Uh, Chair Rafferty, members of the board. Um, this evening, uh, we're going to review the 2024 to 2028 uh, open space uh, capital improvement program um, for open space. Um, in your packet, you'll see um, several spreadsheets. Um, the first one you will see, and actually, I'll just get, I'll get into that right now so you see it on your screen. Sorry. So the first one is just kind of an overview of our open space fund. So this includes our wetland credit funds, 
and our uh, park dedication fees. So you can see um, our actual, our adopted, our proposed, and this was for 2024, um, what we're looking at, you know, as a total. Um, this is just kind of for a point of reference. You can see kind of the, your, your ending balances down here. Um, it's kind of a, a little bit of a new way of what uh, our finance department has, has moved us in the direction. We got some new software. Um, but again, so you can see with everything we have in the budget, and we'll go into a detailed, more detailed budget here shortly, but um, with all of our current, you know, expenditures and uh, earmarks for all the years, we're still looking at a, um, at an ending balance of about 3.4 million, which is, which is good. Um, just so you're aware of that. And I'm sorry, I wish this was bigger and I think I can make it a little bigger. So here, oh, yeah, no kidding. I can't do a braille. Yeah, right. <laughs> So we'll just have to kind of piece through it. But the main thing is we need to look at the 2024 budget, and we can look at others, other things too um, throughout. So a couple things I just would like to point out. Um, none of this is probably any breaking news of, of things. So um, as far as for 2024, um, so we'll go through that. The, the Blaine Wetland Sanctuary Trail project, we're still hoping to do that. Um, we're still waiting for that. Um, review process. So we actually finally did get the Army Corps of Engineers review of our RFPs that we sent out. So they wanted to take another look at it. Uh, Megan just received those last Friday. So we're reviewing their comments. Um, it is a very long and tedious process. The Army Corps is very a very good agency, but they're very slow um, at everything they do. And I, you know, it might be staffing. I don't know, you know, how their agency works, but um, it has been painstakingly slow um, we need to get moving we all know we need to get moving um, we want to get those trails going we want to get um, the site back up to what it should be um, so we're hoping um, once we get that review done and and they you know bless the, the RFP we'll bring that to you guys we're hoping in January at this point um, so what will happen once that RFP is approved and recommended and approved and adopted by council we're going to have to do a, um, a summary report of 2022, 2023, because we're now two years behind, or, you know, we, they haven't got that final report um, that is in the RFP. So the consultants that bid on those uh, on the project um, know that that's going to be part of what they need to do, um, along with, you know, the other things that we have highlighted. Um, so, yeah, so at this point, it's it's been very frustrating from, from a staff perspective because we want to get the trails moving and that site up to speed, get the wetland credits back online. Um, Cause there's a lot of really great things that can be done out there. Um, and our residents deserve that. Um, the, the trails are, I mean, I, I, we do get calls and it's, very frustrating to tell people because usually I like to say, yep, it's moving forward. We're doing this, this, you know, I like to, you know, work on these projects and work with the board. And um, so we're hoping to still get that done. I mean, the money's still obviously there. Um, and we, you know, we're going to have to have some public process too. We're going to have the recommendation from this board, the council, and then we have to get the, the trail uh, concept. Once that gets to us from our consultant, get that back to our board also the council and then out to our, our residents who we promised probably three years ago now um, that we would show them, you know, the conceptual so they could provide feedback to us too. So there's some steps that we have to do um, once we even have that concept, which um, we need to do as well. So we know there's some things that need to be done um, and good things. I think all the residents around there know what's coming. They have been to the open house. They're excited about it, but obviously want to have some say if there's a certain trail they want moved or, um, or what have you. Um, and I know the board has looked at that conceptual, um, just one that we did kind of internally, um, soon as well. So, um, yes. Yeah, so hopefully in January, that will be a recommendation that happens and we move this thing forward because we're all, chopping at the bit to get going it's 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 it needs to be we need to get it going <laughs> I'll, I'll just say that um so as you can see we have uh the one million dollars for trail development so that would probably not start until uh winter you know as you guys remember or some of our board members remember the boardwalk 
Um, the current boardwalk that was done in 2016-17, that was done in the winter, so it will be winter work. So we're hoping if we can get this thing moving that we can actually get to um, some construction um, in um, you know, next winter, um, winter 2024 into 2025. Um, and I know we've, we talked about a little bit of phasing and the consultant will provide more detail with that too, but kind of how we have it laid out right now here, as you guys can see, we have a million, 500, 500. Part of us from a staff perspective is like, do we front load it a little more? Because right now we're, we're phasing, like phase one would be, if everybody's familiar, the 109th trailhead, that's right on 109th, the um, North Oaks West, and then Sanctuary Preserve. It's almost like a, what's called a triangle, just to give you a, a little bit of context. Um, that's kind of phase one. And then phase two would be starting to kind of shoot north to try to start connecting, you know, up further. But I, I don't see if the money's there that we couldn't move it forward if we need to. So that's something you guys could consider um, if we want to front load 2024. But the chances of us getting super far isn't great. That's why a million's probably okay. But um, some of our projects we've actually started and got further along. But if it, the money's there, we can always do a budget amendment too. It's something we can easily do. The money's there. It's not like we're draining any funds. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's just how much phasing do we want to do, um, you know, remobilizing. Um, you know, if we have window of opportunity in the winter to do these boardwalks. And the good thing, like we talked about, I think this was this fall, um, the cost of boardwalks has gone down and that no maintenance material has gone down. So that is a good thing for us from a timing perspective. So I guess that's the silver lining, I guess I'll say. Um, but uh, yeah, so those are kind of some things to consider from that uh, line item there. Um, ongoing maintenance is still the same. That's just kind of a budgetary item we put in way back when we did our uh, master plan out at the Blaine Wetland Sanctuary just to have that money available if we need it. Um, not that it's earmarked for something, but if something comes up, we have that money there. Um, now this next one, um, we actually have been doing a lot of, uh, investigating over at Laddie Lake because we know the board knows there's a lot of opportunity there, I think, to do things and, um, the building and the shelter, the North shelter are now gone. So that was obviously the first ball that needed to drop. So we were out there last week, several of us staff to kind of look and talk to, um, about what we could do to improve not only the, the, the wooded forest area, um, but how we can maximize that. I think there's opportunity like we have. What, what I said to our staff is I, I feel like this could be a kind of a mini Pioneer Park. Um, I, I feel like there's opportunity to add more wood chip trails. And I'll actually bring this up because I just I, I wanted to... Um, Okay, so here is just the current, let me just, I gotta, okay. So currently the, the trail system right now consists of just, you know, um, asphalt trail into here and then up. So what, what we were kind of venturing through is like, maybe we look at doing some loops. So we talked to some residents out there that were walking. It was great conversation. I bet we talked to like, 10 people that were out there in the, you know, hour we were out there. And, you know, we were like, what would you guys think if the first thing we told them was, and this is actually going to happen, and I know the board is going to be in full support of this, our park supervisor is going to do what we did at, at Pioneer, how we went um, 30 feet on each side of the trail, because there's a lot of deadfall, just, just like, Pi I mean, it's literally a mini Pioneer Park, but how great Pioneer Park looks from just doing that, I mean, it's unbelievable. I have actually a few few friends from my son's basketball team that go, you guys did an awesome, you know, and they know I work there, but they're like, they don't know I did anything with that, and it was all our <laughs> public work staff, and I'm like, it, it does. I mean, when we went out there and toured it, it looks amazing. And, yes. and when I saw Laddie Lake, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is mini Pioneer Park 2.0. We need to we need to look at this, and um, 
And the, and the residents are like, yeah, you did some trailers Because that was what they said. They go, because we have to just go out, and then we got to come back. And I'm like, makes sense. You know, we like to do loops, and um, I think there's opportunity, as you can see on the screen, if we went, you know, up and around in here or up and around in here and just made a, a wood chip trail. And um, we do have a forest tool that can actually, you know, kind of carve out. And, you know, we want to keep the nice trees that are in there, but just kind of weave it the best we can to avoid taking out any trees that are, are in good shape, but you know, there is a lot of deadfall out there. Um, and I feel like if you can see this, so we do have um, in trail development for next year and for open space, $150,000. And not that it would take that much, but I feel like that's a great project that we could do now that those buildings are out of there. It's a couple of eyesores gone and it is a great passive park and I think we could maximize the trail trail system there more and clean it up um, and then do anything if we if we hire, you know, native landscaping. But our guys could do a lot of it from my conversation with our park supervisor, and they can do it this winter. Mm-hmm. So it's on their list to do this winter. Um, and the residents were like, are you serious? We love this park. And then we were looking at the lighting. Um, some of the lights were... Um, Old, so we're looking at what we need to do to replace some of those just to light it up um, and just kind of clean it up. So um, if the board's in support of that, I mean, I know it just says, you know, trails, open space, but that would be something um, I would hope we could get board support for to, and again, I could get you more dollar figures once we get into it, but I just feel like that's a great thing. And I think with the amount of walkers, and again, we were there for an hour at the most, and the amount of people we saw walking, it was, it was a lot. And they said, we love this park. And I'm like, and I, I, I apologize. I'm like, God, we, we can do better than this. You know, we can do better than this. Chair Rafferty? Yes. Um, it, it just sounds like you have a wonderful, Nate, you have a wonderful vision. Um, and I, I share your interest because there's so much good stuff out there that mm-hmm. we've looked at ourselves. I, I, you're, the map isn't still up, but... I can, could, I can put it up. Could you show me where the prairie restoration is going yes. on? Yes, yes. And I understand the neighbors are very interested in, in volunteering yes. on the prairie restoration. Mm-hmm. So when we're looking at trails, I think there used to be, and maybe it's not go- there anymore, but there used to be another trail. Um, what direction is this? Is this north? Yep, yeah. yep so it's head. So north of that 0.06 mile trail this, sure that little there there used to be another small loop right there yep um i don't know if it's gone but um where's the prairie restoration that that's happening like right in here it's right kind of right on the lakefront right here and, want, and there's a sign up we'd want signage yep. yep and we'd want people to be able to see that and i think that would be um something and um we did have a planting uh, farther north of that um, six mile trail. Uh, maybe okay. it's all gone, I, but there was a restoration sure. in there that was done. But with this interest, this used to be a very popular park many yep. years ago, and then then nobody went there. And it's tucked in, like Gene yes. and I were discussing earlier. Yeah. It is. But it's it, for new people who move in, you'll never find it. Right. So we have to find a way to. You brought up a great point, Gene, uh, that, you know. It was hard for me to find when I was looking for it. Right. So, um, I, and I've been there a few, a few times. Mm-hmm. Since it's tucked in, for sure. Right. And a, a lot's been improved right now. So I'm very much excited about your idea. Just um, remember, I think it's pretty wet on the east side. Okay. It is. Yeah. So I don't know how How much how how viable this area would maybe be would be. Yeah. Over there. Okay. There That's was, good uh, to know. I have some pictures from that I took when it... Well, it was probably like four years ago okay. when I did this park. Sure. I can see if I can dig them up for you. But just I wonder if there's been a survey done, too. I can check on that. So I don't know if that's an actual wetland of sure. any value, but I do know that it's always wet when I was there. And well, when I went there right. and took the pictures, there was closer to 89th Avenue. There was probably at least three feet of water, okay. standing mm-hmm. water, sure. right about 10 feet from the trail. Okay. And it's so hard to see right now because yeah. it's so overgrown. Like yeah. I couldn't see any standing water. But that's not. Yeah. That's not to say there isn't. <laughs> right. That's when we'll there was that. a lot of. There was no water last when I did the, took the pictures that I sent you. Sure. Those sure. there is because we didn't have any rain this summer. So maybe yeah. we should do yeah. in conjunction with new trails. 
um, have somebody assess what the land is, what what the natural vegetation mm -hmm. would be on the on that land, you know, and um, maybe some little restoration might have to be done too. Yes, but to be careful where we put our trails, right? And then um, and then highlight those things that people might want to see once we get them restored, right? And, but I agree. I think it's but benches. Yep. I'll say that about 14 times. Yep, absolutely. And, and lights, if, if we want people to, you know, access it. Um, if, if you're going to have any programming in there at all, I, I, that I don't know. But Passive Park is a great idea. Yep. Uh, and just, it's a beautiful lake view. Yeah, it is. Is that the only one we have in Real, the only real one, we have, you know, the only natural lake we have in town. And then Loch Ness is yeah. the other one. Oh, that's the other one. Yeah. yeah. So. So those are the two. But um, yeah. So like I said, we'll probably have to get a survey done and just do some delineation just to see. Yeah, because obviously we don't uh, pee on any wetland, but um, if there is opportunity to do something, um, yeah. So if it's wet over here, yeah, we need to kind of maybe investigate that a little more. Um, but the good thing is in the winter too, we can. Um, at least get rid of the dead stuff yes. um, when everything's frozen over. I think you should move ahead with what you can move ahead with. Right. And maybe to make something out of that entry off of, what is the street up here? 87th. 87th. Or, well, this is... The one up there. On the uh, 89th. 89th. Yes. Yeah, there's an apartment building yeah. here on the so left side. And then, that's yeah. a very... You, you just think it's a, a walkway to an apartment building. That's Right, it looks like no, a driveway. Right. Like a long drive. It does. So we have to do something to make it look... Like an entry to a park. And, and that is our easement, too, because I, I feel like that is actually a good point, because when I was out there, um, there's really no the place sign, to park uh, there, though, yeah. on 89. Right. So, you have no idea. Yeah, so I don't know if we want to do that or not, make a big deal about that being Or just even put a small sign. I mean, it doesn't have to something. be something yeah. big, but just something with an arrow maybe forward. So Chair Rafferty, when he did his report out there, um, I had... And a, a, a sign added on Polk Street to let people know to take the left into there because again, it's kind of tucked in around. You wouldn't even know. I am actually going to look at doing a sign on 80. There needs to be something so people know it's there. I mean, mm -hmm. it is our easement. Um, we want to be as um, we want to blend in as much. Right? Yeah. We don't want some gaudy. Yeah. We want it to just kind of so fit in. It's not. I, I didn't have a neon sign in. Right. My, I just thought you know something that could tell on 89. No, I agree. I think right. that's a. Thank you. Because you can't I, park at the apartment building. They won't. Right. It's more of those folks that maybe be walking and they can. Walking um, down 89. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so we'll, we'll, we'll definitely, I'll get something made and put up and find. And I'm, I already know there is an existing sign. Watch out for coyotes there. Yeah. But we could put there. But I kind of want to get it out to 89 <laughs> too. Right. Um, and I don't, I, and I, we haven't heard of any reports lately. No, that's an old sign. Yeah, but it, it doesn't look that old. It actually looks, you know, I don't know, maybe five years old. I mean, it's in the grand scheme of things, it's, it's, it's not old, but yeah. I um, probably reported on that, that park 10 years ago. When yeah, it was probably something like that. Yeah, about yeah. at least. Ago. So, no, we'll, we'll definitely look at that. And so. um, as things come through or um, they do some work, I'll try to get you guys some pictures and. Um, there have been a lot, of, things... a lot of changes in Blaine. It's time to have yeah. a, a nice walking park. Right. There. Yep. So uh, really excited to do that. And like I said, there's already lights. Um, all the There's basically lights all the way down From this there. whole little trail corridor right here. Yeah. Um, we also have um, some solar lights we've been looking at, but you need, obviously, to have sunlight. And with how wooded it is, we're, we're probably not going to be able to do it, but we do already have existing lights that we'll replace. So um, we're going to try to get out there. I'm actually going to go out there tomorrow morning super early so I can see what lights are actually working. They're there, but they may need new bulbs or, you know, the wiring might be bad where we need to get an electrician out there. But, I mean, it's kind of stacked throughout that little corridor there, would be, which would be nice. So even if folks want to walk at night, you know, it's obviously nice to light, light the place up a little more um, to at least get this corridor lit up. So they can walk around along the lake. So, sure. yeah. So a lot of, like I said, a um, lot of opportunity there that um, that we can take advantage of to to get that um, back up to speed and make it a you know a beautiful, um, more manicured forest. That you know, it's just we need to get rid of the deadfall and um, there was some ash trees in there when we were walking, um, and then just you know just a lot of dead stuff. So, is there um, buckthorn in there too? 
and and I did talk to Justin, our, our park supervisor, about that as well. And he, they have a tool that they can use for that too, especially in the winter, makes it easier too. So um, he was like, "Yep, we'll get on that too." That's they have they have a lot of new ways to yes. get rid of buckthorn now. Hmm? They've done a lot of study on it, so um, I'm sure your your guys look into what you know what's new in the game of getting rid of buckthorn. So. Yeah, so. Because buckthorn will eventually take over if you don't do something. Exactly. It'll, and, and that's all you'll have. I think, Mary Jo, you brought it up because um, Justin told me, he said some of the guys that were here um, probably when that restoration was done at Laddie Lake and they said it, it comes back quicker if you don't, you know, if you don't get rid, get on it right away. So, and it just kind of obviously has all came back probably from, from that restoration, I'm guessing was probably 10 plus years oh, ago. Oh, at least, yeah. So, um, sure. yes, yeah, so we'll try to get... Get get on that this winter. That'll be one of our projects um, that we good. that we um, really focus on to get that get um, that park back to back to um, what it should be. So, Chair Rafferty, uh, I'm wondering if um, I, I've done buckthorn removal with friends, uh, mm -hmm. not friends of the Mississippi is another one, but Great River Greening. Yes, and we've done some things with them. Would this be something that would be good for the neighborhood? So you take out the trees that might somebody right correct you know but then in the spring mm -hmm. uh, where you start to engage the neighborhood into taking care of their park so and they know to call and right and, and to put out a mailer i mean we can do a mailers and and um i know uh, uh carrie taylor would help us with that too and oh, yes. and she's had people reach out to her from the neighborhood yes um carrie. so i think that's a great idea too to engage the neighborhood and, and they care about the park they love the park and it, I, I think they would help. You know, if, if you ask, I mean, you got to ask. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a great idea. So I'll, I'll talk to Carrie and Megan um, about that because I think that's a great opportunity to engage the folks there. I'm like, oh, they cleaned it out. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a win win for everybody for sure. So now there uh, has to be budget for that too. I, I don't know how much. I seem to remember we found some grants, whatever. Yep, for some and Carrie's of that. actually, and Megan mentioned that too, she was actually out there too. Okay. Um, that uh, Carrie has written some grants for Laddie Lake and um, is looking at doing some more. So that would be, and again, it's a perfect park to do it at. Um, so again, we're really going to kind of um, hit the ground running and, and then hopefully get Blaine Wetland Sanctuary going too. And, and a lot of things, a lot of things that we can do. And hopefully in a, in a timely manner, because it's it's all stuff that uh, needs to be done, and, and it'll benefit uh, our residents for sure. Chair, yeah. Chair Rafferty? Yes. Um, just getting back to um, Site 7 to mm -hmm. the Wetland Bank yep. restoration. Now, we're, we're behind two years on progressing in, in our restoration, so I'm assuming that whoever gets the contract is going to be starting from behind. Correct. And so I'm, I'm wondering what their estimation is of of how long it will take to get us back on track, and and how long will be how long it might be. You can never predict nature. Right. How, how long it might be before we're back to having sellable, you know, what bank credits. I assume it won't be next year. My my guess is no. Um, I we we met with. Um, Bowser and Rice Creek and the Corps out there in July. And they had seemed at that point that we could be back online late next fall, Maybe. 2024, okay. when we talked in July. But obviously, there has been nothing done since. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of it, too, I mean, if we can get some of those prescribed burns. I know there's been several that we've attempted since I've kind of been, been uh, a liaison for this board. And... We've ne I've never seen one happen because of because of conditions. So I think there's opportunity, but it's you know it's like we t we we know it's a lot of it's weather dependent, um, how dry the conditions are, you know, getting the burn breaks and all that stuff. So um, hopefully we get that consultant on board and they hopefully can have an aggressive plan and and hopefully Mother Nature cooperates is 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 what we the best we can hope for at this point. That's the whole purpose of the whole place. Right. Is the condition of our, our wetlands. Right. So, you know, that's real high on my list yeah. of, of, um, of what our priorities of our budget Definitely. should go to. I agree. Could not agree more. Um, 
And then, yeah, the consulting, you see that down here. Um, other things to point out, uh, board member Trushan, I know you had mentioned you wanted to look at possibly moving up the structure. So I'm trying to, okay, so that's up here. Sorry, I was just trying to. <laughs> I see a figure over there. Yeah, there's a figure. Oh, yeah, we have it in there. So I know you had, you had mentioned in, I believe, our September meeting that you would maybe want to look at moving that forward so that if that's something you want to look at doing. Um, we can certainly do that. I personally do. I, I don't know if the rest of the board feels as I do, but I feel that the citizens deserve to have an interpretive small teaching center of some sort there where kids could have um, summer camp, uh, school classes could have a base of operations. We can't walk across Lexington. You know, there's stuff over there, but you can't walk across that, that um, highway anymore. So, and that room is very small in there, too, so it's yeah. pretty tight. So, you know, I, I just think that it would make it ever so much more uh, useful to people, even year-round, to have mm -hmm. a, a place you could, you could put the snowshoes or whatever. You might have a snowshoe day or something mm -hmm. out there, but without a, you know, without a building, it seems like you, you wouldn't really have a very good base of operations. But So... Yes, any time we could, and of course, um, if we if we ever could get um, interest in people who might want to donate towards towards such a project, mm -hmm. you know, would be a, a very great thing. We don't have a foundation or a, and our board can't do such things either. We we were told, you know, when we started, so it would it would if we put that in a reasonable place so we don't forget about it and it doesn't get cobwebs on it, mm -hmm. um, then maybe we could drum up some interest in other people who might be excited about having a little interpretive center. So I'm not looking for a $5 million building right. I'm, I'm, at all. I'm just, I just want something useful that kids and the, and the residents could use. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, get, I guess with that, I will uh, conduct my um, report and then I'll, I'll open it up to the board for any questions. Um, and then, like I said, any movement or um, anything you would like to look at for recommendations. Any discussion on the report? I've got Chair Rafferty. Yep. Anderson. So a couple questions, Nate. Mm -hmm. um, when I look at the first sheet yep. that you provided, it says City of Blaine Open Space Fund dash 402 2024 budget. Mm -hmm. um, first of all, my question is, is 402 the appropriate fund number? Because on the following sheets, it's got uh, fund and revenue sources, 405 open space development. So is the 405 fund a separate fund than the open space fund 402? Um, that's... Uh, that's basically for their accounting. So they have like 402 is 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 for um, park dedication fees, and 405 is like wetlands. So they have it separated, so they don't get jumbled. But then they come together um, as 402. So it's it's because there there's two separate funding sources, and we have um, basically you know restrictions with the park dedication fees um, policies around wetlands so they are separated so um we can see that and they know which which you know fund we're going to take the money for certain things so we're not um, for instance spending um park dedication dollars for let's say for instance um ongoing maintenance you can't use maintenance you can't do maintenance um and use uh, park dedication dollars so there's just some of those restrictions in there so it's just basically an, an accounting piece to to separate so we know um, when we're taking out or um, expending money from there. So, and that's a unique um, piece compared to like our parks or a lot of our other funding. So, so when I look at the sheet that has the open space fund 402 and it has revenues, park dedication fees, mm -hmm. you'll note in. 2026, 2027, 2028. It's yep. at 739, 646 in each of those three years. Yep. Then looking at the other sheet that I think we've been looking at under the fund and revenue source for park dedication fees in 26, 27, and 28, it has 150, 750, and 200. 
um, I'm wondering why they're different. Yeah, I think we need to focus on, because I think when they were trying to compile this, our, our deputy finance director is no longer with us. She had compiled certain things. I, I think we just need to focus on the one, um, let me just pull it up here, because this is the one we go off of. Um, like I said, we just switched our software, so I know there's still things they're kind of working out as far as how they're presenting it. Um, focusing on this one. So basically, these these are just obviously estimates of what we think we'll take in, in, in wetland uh, credit sales, and then this is just development. So our, our community development director, uh, Eric Thorbig, provides every year, he reviews in like October, what he thinks is a conservative number from a development standpoint that we're going to be taking in. Um, and when you see these higher numbers, a lot of that has to do with um, if, if uh, apartment complexes come in, because mm -hmm. as we know, there's, you know, sometimes there's 600 units and that we get um, per unit. So it's like a single family house for each single um, apartment uh, in within that's, you know, 600. So that can really fluctuate that number. So that's why you see some of those are higher and lower, but that's where he took that from. And that's the accurate one. So I think, yeah, I'm not sure what, why this is so much different because that's not, yeah, that's not what we had discussed in our meeting. So when I'm wondering if the, you know, my just being somewhat familiar with how financing documents, you know, there should be some, I mean, it should just tie out and reconcile between mm -hmm. the two if there's not other things included in there and it's specifically for park dedication fees. I see that there's an account number listed on the 405 fund one, but there isn't on the other. So I, I just want to make sure that the information and any recommendations coming forward from this board to the city council mm -hmm. is using uh, reflecting accurate numbers. Right. So I'll pass that along to finance too to make sure they have that cleaned up. If, um, but yeah, this is the one here that is accurate from our discussions, and yeah, that top one doesn't look great. What is the current park dedication fee per unit? Do you know offhand? Yep, uh, for residential, it's four thousand four seventy-one. So per unit. So again, and what's we, the percentage that we're using? We get uh, thirty-five percent of that. Uh, so it's sixty-five thirty-five. Sixty-five thirty-five. Um, and then again, we still have several other apartment complexes coming in. There's ones being built that you guys have probably noticed, and that does jump us really quickly um, from a revenue standpoint. So um, good thing with all the um, trail development we want to look at for the Blaine Wetland Sanctuary and, and that potential structure. So um, all things that, uh, yeah, that we would like to see that site be improved. And there's just so much potential there that um, with all the surrounding development around it, I mean, it's a nature preserve, right? We know that, and it's we want to get people in it. So, Chair Rafferty, uh, Nate, so is there room at the B Blaine Wetland Sanctuary? By room, I mean, is there land that's high and dry outside of a wetland where a structure similar to what uh, Commissioner Trushan was talking about could be located on the site? Uh, Board Member Anderson, there is. Um, it's, it's tight, um, but there is a, basically from where the boardwalk sits today, yeah. basically just to the north and a little bit to the east. There's an upland area that wouldn't impede on our wetland um, that we've identified um, that would work. And again, we know everybody on the board when we did that exercise earlier and had kind of some plans put into place. It is tight, but um, it is doable on, um, on the site uh, for sure. So, Okay. Any other discussion on the spreadsheet? Do we need to approve this? Uh, just to By make a recommendation should, okay. to the Can city I make council. An amendment then before we yeah. make a motion. Or mm -hmm. you, first, you'd make a motion. Yeah. Oh. Or I could ask if we could move that figure for the the um, structure proposed structure. Mm -hmm. A couple of years forward 
to 25. Go ahead. Or 26. 26. It's, it's in 27, 27 currently. Okay. Well, you know, I would do it tomorrow. If <laughs> 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 so, you, you, you know, I'd like it to be earlier than, than what it is now. Twenty twenty five would be the earliest, presumably, because you've right. got to do, you know, bid, design, all, all yep. you know, approvals and. I'd like to see it get started. It's going to take time to right. get it on the ground, I'm sure. So this, for the CIP, your recommendation would be is to move it from 2027 up to 2025. Thank you. Is okay. that correct? All right. Someone want to make a motion to approve our CIP as amended? Yeah, I would, I would do that. I'll make a... Motion to approve our CIP as amended. All right. All those okay. in favor? Aye. Aye. All right. I think we uh, approved that. And then with the understanding, Nate, you'll just check with finance yes. and make sure yep, everything is kind of reconciled all. there. Okay, thank yep. you. I will review all that and make sure we're all um, squared up on that with the different, basically, spreadsheets that they provided. Sure. Thank you. For sure. We can just bring it back next month. And, yep, yep, know. and I'll show it the cleaned up. Yep, I can right. do that too. All right, 5.2 then. Updates. All right, I kind of gave the uh, update already um, for the RFP, so we're going to move on. Um, board member Jeanette did provide us a, um, a basically a, a mock-up of a sign for the um, Aristica rare grass at uh, Loch Ness. So here's kind of what she has currently. Um, she provided pictures, you know, some in-depth and then just more some, um, so I kind of, I wondered, I, I, I had asked her and, and we had had some discussion about just having a, a mix of, of, of the visuals and then, you know, just obviously some educational text in there as well. So I think she did a good job and what I, from what I see, did a great job of, uh, kind of capturing, um, educating the public on, on this rare grass. So I'll yeah, open it up to the board if you have any feedback. And like I said, she said it's, it's, a, it's a rough draft, and mm -hmm. just obviously she was just looking for feedback and um, discussion from the board. Chair Rafferty? Yes, um, board member Trisha. I've looked at the information on it, and uh, um, I think it's very informative and, and concise and enough information that people could take it from there if they wanted to learn more about it. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. I, I don't know if there's any way to say make make the, the picture bigger or because you want to read, read those words. It's pretty readable. And we can blow the sign up too so it will be. It will be bigger than that. Yes. This is just ba you know basically an 8 right. by you know, 11 and a half. But yeah, we'll, we'll make it big where. This is the picture of the grass. Yep. And that's sort of the vista looking out where it is. Yep. Um, yeah, and then I, I think she's done a great job of showing its importance and, and where, where it exists. So. And when Carrie Taylor and Megan and I were out there, um, our idea was to do um, two signs out there. There's um, one on, I think it's kind of by four... Uh, Hole number four or five. So we had kind of identified two spots to capture, um, to to have the signs kind of along the trail so people can see them and um, and take a look at them. So that was kind of our plan is to do two of them because it is a big. It still is a pretty big space too. So that looks good to me. Okay, Chair Rafferty, um, I, I'm really impressed with what you put together. I think it's very informative. I like it a lot. I, I just want to raise a question mm -hmm. regarding the readability, and I'd be looking at the lower right corner of it, and mm -hmm. I, I might just read it. It says, the Anoka Sand Plain is a large, flat, and sandy area covering several counties north of the Twin Cities. And then it goes on. It was formed when sand was deposited after the most recent glaciation, and I'm wondering if it would read better with a period there and then start that 
the prairies, savanna, and wetlands with seasonal flooding and water table mm -hmm. fluctuations supported populations of a, and I, so I just think it, it yep. separates the, uh, the ideas. Yep, there, so, I agree. Um, so that would be my only comment. You make bullet points out of yes. that. Yes, yep. You know, that might, that, that's a great idea. Um, yeah, the only other thing I noticed from a staff perspective is if, if there is any um, website that we could send people to, too, for, like, more information. That was going to be one thing I, I was just going to bring up if that, one you know, One of those we're, little... Yeah, like a QR code. Um, things. Yeah, so <laughs> those yeah. Little thingies. So yeah. I'll ask um, Kristen about that as well. If the, you know website or you know something that we could put on there as well. Good, good, good thing. Good thinking. Yeah. Perfect. No, like I said, uh, Kristen's obviously awesome at this. Um, she's very talented, and um, <laughs> we are very thankful she's on our board because she did. Obviously, we know. The work she did at the Blaine Wetland Sanctuary, interpretive signs, and um, her bat bat house signs bat. she has up—they're um, mm -hmm. awesome. I mean, I just think I was so proud kids, adults alike. I mean, they—you know—it's going to inform people and educate a lot of people that just maybe just don't know. So, which is which is great. So, it's pretty interesting looking at how widespread it really is in yeah. the whole eastern part of the United States and and Canada. And then how it's limited to only a few sites here in Minnesota now when it used to cover the whole state. It's kind of kind of alarming. Mm -hmm. So that is alarming. We didn't we didn't save much prairie here. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right. Um, I did gloss over this, but I, I have that in your packet. So another sign we are looking at <laughs> improving. So this is what the current and not everyone looks this faded, but a lot of them do. So our park supervisor pointed this out, and I actually noticed it as I was driving by. If you go by down City Hall right in front here to the right where our fire barn is, there's also one. This is the picture I took that I <laughs> wanted to provide you guys. Um, so Metro Bloom, so I did do some investigating. I called the Blue Thumb, that's on their um, mm -hmm. organization, and then uh, Metro Blooms. And the Blue Thumb had no luck in retrieving anything. I couldn't find anything in her files. Um, and Metro Blooms uh, reached out. And, and told us, and that's an organization here locally, that um, they can create something. They do this in-house. Um, they've done it for the city of Minneapolis. They basically sent me like three or four different mock-ups of what they've done okay. in other communities. Mm -hmm. And I sent them this. I'm like, well, I, we, this is what we have. Um, I, I think it, it captures what we want. But I said, run with it. You know, they, and the ones that they sent were very informative, um, you know, and then it's going to be designed, um, and then they're going to send it to me. So when that gets um, back to me, um, they're hoping to get it to me in December, um, so I'll have it to, for you guys in the, for your January meeting um, for a review, just kind of like what we did with Kristen's. Um, and then uh, from what I know, there's 11 of these signs out throughout our parks, um, you know, by City Hall um, and some of our open spaces. So we'll get those replaced. Um, and our sign guy will get those up for us um, once I get him the new um, sign. So we should be able to turn that around and get those up um, and get those ones out of there because they are very faded. <laughs> so. Wow, what a lot of progress. This yeah. is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So. I, wish, I wish in some of our, I should have asked you, um, up, up in the north they're doing so much street reconstruction and a beautiful job. Mm -hmm. But it was an opportunity to get curb cut Rain gardens, if any people wanted to um, go that route, because that takes the that takes the um, runoff off off of the street mm -hmm. into somebody's um, pollinator garden, basically. Yep. yep. And there are grants for I know they become very expensive for people to put in. I know there are grants though. Like um, I know that um, I go to the Rice Creek Watershed mm -hmm. Citizen meetings. And they'll they'll um, they will back that garden if it's in the Rice Creek area mm -hmm. um, up to seventy five percent. They will get a grant for you if you want to accept the rain off off the street. But that's a you know you have to get together with the city to see if mm -hmm. that would be a policy that where the city would put that in. And of course, the most logical place is when you're doing the reconstruction of a street or putting right. a new one in. Some of the Moundsview has about a hundred curb cuts. Okay, and all their new construction, you know, their new 
or yep, all, all goes well. in yep. with that. So it's something that's a, kind of the wave of the future, and mm -hmm. it's it's, it's um, it helps solve the stormwater management problem. It's very good. Uh, about ten of those is about as good as um, as a, a finding a pond somewhere, mm -hmm. and you can't find that room all the time to put a, a a stormwater pond in. But it would be a good thing to look at in the future for um, you know if, if that would be a a way that the city would want to go. Right. Uh, board member Trushan, actually, um, I know up in the Sanctuary Preserve uh, development, they, there's a lot of rain gardens in their front. So that was part of what the, the developer did. You know, that was an option that the city gave them. Okay. And they actually did that in a lot of the front yards. So if you actually drive into that development off of basically Lexington take and a look. 109th, mm -hmm. um, you'll see them in a lot of the front yards. Um, and then uh, Megan, when I was talking to her yesterday, said, Businesses have been reaching out to the city saying they want to do rain gardens. So there's actually two that she showed me that she was responding to um, uh, businesses that are interested. What can we do? And Megan was providing them information um, and resources to um, look at that. And one was oh. Rice Creek to Ch talk to them. Churches actually like, yep. like that. Um, and so if it's in, there's already a program mm -hmm. in, in um, uh, Rice Creek watershed. Yep. All you have to do is approach them, and you know you, you that you put in your application, and yep. they help you fill it out, and you possibly could get up to seventy five percent, because if you're accepting rainwater from somebody else's property, mm -hmm. that's helping the general public. You know, so that's um, that's uh, an opportunity. Chair Rafferty, uh, could I make the suggestion that there be some information on the city website? And in a newsletter. In the newsletter, mm -hmm. uh, I, like I bet that. there's funds and programming available yes. for people. I think that's a great idea. Thanks, Mary Jo. Good idea. <laughs> Free money. Mm -hmm. Come get it. Yep. Well, it's public. And again, money. we're having businesses reach out to us about wanting to do it. So it's. Businesses are eligible. Yes. Yep. yep. So that's why, so Megan was providing some of that information. But again, we should be promoting that as an opportunity to, you know, take advantage of. And so, yeah. That, other than um, we are canceling the Tuesday, December 19th, but we kind of had that email discussion. Yes. Um, but uh, I do not have anything further from a staff perspective unless the, the board has anything else they'd like to share. Chair Rafferty? Yes. Well, walking on the boardwalk, which I love to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I just wondered if there's an opportunity as the, these um, new materials are ma manufactured boards are mm -hmm. becoming a more more ready cheaper uh, and maybe more available is it possible to replace like where there's a where there's one of our wooden pieces like gone? a section yeah is it possible to start replacing where we have to replace you know it would be hard to rip up the whole thing i'm not saying that but right but if there's a if there's a section a that's section that's bad could we is it compatible i wouldn't even know that i would have to ask so um the company that i referenced to to you guys probably this summer um i did talk to again um at our conference in october and yeah, they come in like eight or sixteen foot sections. Okay, I'd have to check if it's so compatible. It's a whole section. I, yeah, okay. so it's basically like a dock piece, I see. and that's how they lay it out. And again, if something you know a tree falls on a section, you just pull it out and put in a new section. Um, and he is willing to come discuss uh, discuss it with you uh, with the board. Um, I said, would you be willing to come to our board meeting okay. when we get? going on our board our boardwalks and he said i would love to so and they're just out of wisconsin so they're not far but he said i have his card and um once that gets moving again i'm chomping at the bit too i, I really want to get this going because i think it's just going to be such a jewel and amenity that like no other suburb has um i i really believe that and um oh, so is. i i will um reach out to him and and bring him in once we kind of get moving on that on that project for sure just so you can he can show you and maybe bring in some samples so you can see it and and some brochures and things so but uh you know when we when we first were trying to put that in and seeing if we could come up with the money for it the the that the manufactured lumber was so much more expensive yep. we just couldn't afford it we all knew that it would last longer but mm -hmm. 
was it was out of reach for us. Right. So it was already a million dollars for the wood. I know <laughs> the wood boardwalk we have. So. So thank you. Yes. You're way ahead. Say, Chair Rafferty, <clears throat> I just wanted to add an additional comment uh, regarding Laddie Lake. I, uh, when we were having our conversation, I was looking at the aerial photos on my phone, and I saw that running north and south between, generally between 87th and 89th, there is a um, clear pathway, and it appears like there might be some overhead power lines that run in there. It, it runs kind of along the east side of the Laddie Lake open space. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's abuts our open space or if it's across private property, but regarding future trail development and mm -hmm. stuff, if there's some Easements. kind of a connection you can make in there or an easement that runs mm -hmm. in there that would grant access to the city to put a trail in there, when you're looking at doing that looping, that might be an opportunity to, to make an additional linkage in there. And uh, I think if you look at an aerial photo, Yes, I'm you actually, know, from the GIS, it'd be really easy to see yes, what I Yes, and I actually had okay. that up. Hang on, sorry, I have too many things on my desktop. I'm move. That does run through the open space, I do believe. The power yeah, and lines. I had. Hang on, let me just let me do this. I want to. I actually had that up. Um, I can get up the aerial really fast here because I do want to. I want to see. I, get it I was out walking there a long time ago, around there. And of course, in the ash trees, if there's, I don't know, concentrated areas where there's ash right. trees, if you want to put a trail in there and you can clear some of those out, that would be a good thing, too. Yep, I was actually looking at that, uh, uh, Board Member Anderson, today as well. Um, so if we just go like this, if we get in there. Just went up to the base map, yeah, because I was doing the same thing. Here's Laddie Lake, there we go. And I can show you the base map, and then I'll get to the aerial, too. So you can see all those parcels mm -hmm. um, in green. So those are ours, obviously. But there's also some, probably some easements um, that we have as well. So, like, this is this is our easement right here that goes. That actually looks like a dedicated road right away. Yeah, yeah, it's easement. like right away, yep. but it's still it's still city. You can see, you see, you see, it's just, it's the trail, you know, even though it's kind of a driveway. Sure. And then yeah. if you do this. Make a good trail, too. So you can see um, all this is ours. Yeah, and if we can access, if there's any other easements um, that we could, you know, connect and connect people in there for sure. And I was looking at an easement, I'm sorry, an aerial photo with leaf-on conditions that runs from 87th to 89th along that east. A building with a couple structures that, that fronts on 89th Avenue. Okay. And it's clear. It doesn't on, but it will really see. jump out. It's kind of... So on the far right there, you see a, um, a couple of structures in the upper right corner. Yep. And there's a, it looks like a driveway, but if right you go here. due south on that, there's a clearing that seems to go all the way down oh. to 87th. Okay. That's that what I was looking that might at. Be a good trail. Uh, potentially. Yeah. I'll have our, our engineers look at it too and um, let us know any other, you know, easements that we would have available to us. Um, to just again provide access to the park for people so but all like i said all all good things and kind of excited to get that going so I know it's such a yeah it is it's just such an interesting shape. Wanted to like move tax space, you know, off right. of them. Like here, you can have it. Yeah, and, and it just yeah. I've wondered if there was an opportunity to, to gain more right land, just so it's not this long narrow. Right. But I'll, I'll provide updates as kind of we get moving on it, and our guys get in there and um, try to get some some pictures in there, and then uh, see what works from um, a trail perspective. But I'm gonna mention and to figure out how wet it is over here if there's even a loop possibility here if mm -hmm. we have to maybe concentrate more on this area um on the left the side there's a some 
bigger elevations in there yes too that there are, is yeah, i could so, see that yeah even through the overgrowth <laughs> probably <can> like <laughs> but it's i mean 20 it just feet maybe or so it does. yeah so yeah but no the guys are actually really excited to do it and because like why are we doing it? i'm like we can let's do it you know and <laughs> our park supervisor justin is just such a go-getter and i'm like great let's do it so we're we're gonna tackle that and i'll probably be out there i'm like i'm coming out to help i i can chuck stuff and i'm not gonna be able to do any machinery but i'll do what i can so um but yeah it's we can, thick though it's, yeah. it's pretty thick yeah it's right by the trail oh yeah, yeah. oh it's yeah. very thick yeah. yeah you would uh you get a little kid would get swallowed up in there for sure so but be a challenge all right anything else for the board that was a lot tonight all right motion to adjourn second all right. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. All right. We're adjourned.